I'm back for part four of the daily lesson framework deep dive and breakdown here. And this one should be short and sweet because this part of the daily framework is short and sweet. So again, we're on part four. So if you have not listened to the first three parts or the daily lesson framework overview, I highly recommend you go and check that out so that you can get a firm grasp and a detailed look at what the daily framework is all about. So part four of the daily lesson framework comes right after guided oral input and it is called scaffolded oral review, also known as the part of the framework that I forget to do 75% of the time. <laughs> and I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying that this is the part that my brain will just like skip over because I love the next part so much. But this part is also really, really short and sweet and to the point and is a great way to work in extra repetitions of the language and to just get more input in in a little bit of a different way. So the point of the scaffolded oral review is to just review orally, so out loud, what you just talked about during guided oral input. So if I had just gone through four different pictures of describing places and it's a visual survey, so if you haven't listened to my episode about a visual survey and you don't know what it is, you might want to go check that one out too. Um, it's one of the what, how episodes. But if I did a visual survey, so I talked about four pictures individually and then I pull up one slide at the end that has all four on the same slide, you know, a great scaffolded oral review technique would be I describe a picture and the students have to figure out which one I'm talking about, one, two, three, or four. Um, or, um, you know, I might go through and for each picture, I might give them like yes or no or either or questions. So in picture one, I might say like, is it sunny or is it raining? And they have to tell me. Or I might say, is it sunny in picture one? Yes or no. Um, or if you have upper level students, you could give open-ended questions like, what is the weather like in picture one? Or what can you see in picture two? What can you hear in picture three? And you're kind of just like reviewing and orally going over what you just discussed. Nine times out of 10, I choose just whole, whole class questions and answers for this because, again, I have a short class period. I have 45 minutes. So one of my strategies, and I'm hoping that these episodes help you visualize how my brain works when I'm planning my lessons. My brain can be a scary place, but I hope this part of my brain is helpful to you because I'm thinking I have short classes so I can't spend 10 minutes on scaffolded oral review. I wouldn't recommend 10 minutes anyway. Probably like three to five minutes. Um, but I need to make it short and quick. So I will often ask them like three or four really quick whole class questions where everyone's answering at the same time. So like yes or no or either or questions. And seriously, I do that every day that I remember to include it. <laughs> the 25% of the days that I don't skip this part on accident. <laughs> That's what I like to do. Now, if you want to get your students speaking, or you have a little bit more time to um, play on here, you could do something like two truths and a lie, where um, you, put, you pull up a picture. I would still use visual aids, right? Because they're not going to always memorize every single thing you talked about. So maybe I pull up one of the pictures and I say three statements about it. Two are true and one is false. And they have to listen and they have to tell me which one is false. And that's going to take a little bit longer, especially if you do that for multiple pictures or multiple you know, questions. Maybe you do three rounds of two truths and a lie. Um, I could do one round and that would be like similar to asking three yes or no questions. Um, you could do the activity called finish my sentence where like you start a sentence um, 
uh, and then the students have to finish it. So it could be like a fill in the blank where they have one word, or you could encourage them to say more and be like, okay, you got to keep talking and adding on to what I said for, you know, 10 seconds and you count down and then you do that two or three times. So you could say things like, um, in the picture, there are, and then like wave and like gesture for students to say more. And they could be like, lots of people, the sun, no birds, etc., etc. So scaffolded oral review is again, another way to get extra repetitions of the input in. And also it does give you a good checks for understanding for your students because if in the picture I put up and I'm asking them like is it sunny or is it raining and they say it's raining that gives me a moment then to quick change and make sure I repeat that again I'll be like oh it's raining and I'll like do a gesture for it I'll say no no it's not raining it's sunny and then I'll say maybe oh what I just say and have the students tell me in English so I can make sure we're all on the same page and that way they're not carrying through the rest of the lessons and the rest of the class feeling like oh, I didn't understand that the whole time. So again, scaffolded oral review, couple extra repetitions, a quick check for a comprehension, a quick little review before you move on to write about things, and I would say three to five minutes max. Unless you have block, you might be able to do a little bit of a longer strategy.